0: I want you to hit me as hard as you can. This gifted Australian actor was born in New Zealand, and went on to become a worldwide sensation. Russell Crowe made a name for himself as a wild man on and off screen, always finding himself in a good old fight, there was a time when Russell Crowe got into so many fights that South Park parodied the street fighting man in the most perfect of South Parkian ways. He even assaulted a producer of the British Film Awards. He even beat up a hotel desk clerk with a phone. But the dude is in five Ridley Scott movies, so that's gotta mean something. And with the help of Sir Ridley Scott and Sir Ron Howard, I guess... Mr. Crow went on to conquer that bloody coliseum we like to call Hollyweird. And he did things his way. But his reputation of being the rudest man in Hollywood has probably hurt his career some. Russell has often publicly bad-mouthed his powerful peers in Tinseltown. And he's known to pass over blockbusters, like it was Passover. Turning down roles like Wolverine and Aragon in Lord of the Rings. Imagine how freaking huge Russell Crowe would be if he had those two franchises in his filmography. But you know what? Crow ain't about that life, yo. Russell Crowe has proven to pick his roles based off of emotions and dramatic artistic reasons and stuff and things. And since he did not exactly take the blockbuster path, with the exception of Man of Steel, but Man of Steel is always the exception in every conversation. Russell Crowe turned down the Hollywood throne for a quiet life on a farm, like Gladiator. But that doesn't mean he's done with the spotlight. Yes, it may have faded, but it's not out. And yes, he has physically changed because of age and stuff. But he's still good old Russell! But we all have to admit that he's been leaving one question in our minds lately. And that question is... What the f happened to Russell Crowe? What we do in life echoes in eternity. But to truly understand what the f happened to Russell Crowe, we must start at the beginning. His first real noticeable performance, his big break, was as a neo-Nazi in the film romper stomper it's gritty it's controversial and this movie was actually banned in many countries if you ban a movie you know what that means that means i just want to watch it even more and romper stomper really allowed russell Crowe to shine and rage his rage was shining and he won an afi award for best actor he's terrifying in this chilling performance Russell was very intrigued with the dark subject matter, and he was so convincing that rumors began to spread that Russell Crowe was a real neo-Nazi. But no, he's just a movie Nazi. He's one of my favorite movie Nazis, actually. Who's your favorite movie Nazi? Comment your comment in the comments! And Sharon Stone was so impressed by this angry not-a-Nazi-man that she brought him on board a Western film she was working on, The Quick and the Dead. It's a wonderful, creative, original film that only Sam Raimi could bring to life. Then there was Virtuosity. He played a computer simulation named Sid 6.7, whose personality is programmed to mimic that of a mass murderer. And he goes up against Denzel. This is Russell having the most fun ever. He's so over-the-top, almost cartoonish, and it works so well. For the time period 1995 this was the peak of pre-matrix sci-fi 90s it's 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 just covered in dated charm but it works so well it just completely captures the zeitgeist of 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 whatever was going on in 1995. i i like using the word zeitgeist i don't even know if i'm using it right but my, my zeitgeist says that i that i am This film raises some interesting questions about artificial intelligence. And murder. He's evil, he's funny, and he's having a blast. Check it out. Then, in 1997, came the film L.A. Confidential. This Oscar-winning neo-noir flick is set in 1950s L.A., which stands for Los Angeles, This was a major breakthrough for his career, and people started to remember the name... Russell Crowe. And his character is supposed to be huge, but Russell Crowe ain't that big. So he lived in a tiny apartment to make him feel larger. Like his character. Cuz acting. Russell plays a man full of rage. And my favorite part is when he gets so mad that he just breaks a chair with his bare hands. Every time I'm mad, I try to do that, but... I'm going to try right now. Didn't work. Then came 1999, the best year for movies ever. And one of those movies was The Insider. And Russell Crowe was in it. And he earned his first Oscar nomination for this Michael Mann thriller. The Insider. And around that time, Russell Crowe was 30-something. And he was playing a character who was 50-something. Russell was very confused why Michael Mann wanted him to play such an older character, but he trusted this master filmmaker who only cared about Russell's soul, not his age. And plus, makeup could take care of that. When describing this film, I often see that the movie critics often call this one a tour de force. Whatever that means. Would I do it again? Do I think it's worth it? Yeah, I think it's worth it. Then came the film Gladiator, which brought in the new millennium. He plays a man with nothing left to lose, but he keeps on winning. Speaking of winning, Russell Crowe won the Oscar for this one. Best Actor. Out of all the actors that year, the year 2000, the people who vote on these things said that he was the best. And these people know everything. They're always right. And this was the first rated R movie that my parents let me go see in the theaters. Because history is educational or something. Even though this film is not historically accurate at all. But it's still amazing. This movie made every little boy want to grow up to be a gladiator. I guess. Russell Crowe was so dedicated to the role that he broke bones, his own bones, while doing the stunts. And he created that cringy trend of. Feeling wheat fields when you're being dramatic. But it wasn't cringy when he did it. That nah, kind of was. And Russell Crowe really got to show off his skills in this one: his action skills, his fighting skills, his sword play skills, his crying skills, his snot-dripping skills. So many skills. And Russell wasn't a fan of the original script, but the concept and the director were enough to convince him to take on this general who became a slave, who became a gladiator, who defied an empire. Then in 2001 came a beautiful mind and he was nominated for Best Actor. He didn't win though, just nominated, but that is an honor in itself. And I actually remember Russell Crowe being the best actor frontrunner for this one. Everyone was saying he was going to do the two-time-in-a-row thing. But no, Denzel won the unholy Golden Idol that night. His arch-nemesis from Virtuosity and American Gangster later. Some say Russell Crowe lost the award because of the bad blood that he had that night that he beat up the BAFTA producer. And remember, kids, if you want to win big, shiny awards... Don't beat up people who are powerful who hand out those big shiny awards. But who cares about awards? Plus, he's already got one. Russell is wonderful as this math genius nerd who struggles with mental illness. It's a Ron Howard movie. And sometimes those are good. And this is one of the good ones. Then came Master and Commander, The Far Side of the World. Which is a great title. And he's got great hair was mostly shot on water, which is very difficult, and he earned a Golden Globe nomination, and was very dedicated to the role, even learned to play the violin. Play us a tune, Russell, let's hear it. In 2005 came Cinderella Man, one of my film professors from school told me that that's the worst movie title ever, Cinderella Man. And the horrible title is why the movie failed. Because when you say Cinderella Man, for some reason, everyone pictures a, a man in a Disney princess outfit. But I like the title, it doesn't bother me. Cinderella Man, you know, Cinderella Story, I, I get it. But some people just couldn't get over it. And he worked with Ron Howard again. Why not? Cinderella Man brought on lots of pain, lots of injuries, MRIs, and physical therapy. And while preparing for the character, Russell Crowe dropped 50 pounds. And Crowe took his on-screen fighting just as serious as he takes his real-life street bar fighting. Crowe was trained by a man who had trained 15 world champion fighters. This film is inspired by an inspiring true story. And it went on to inspire other Cinderella men. 2007 brought us American Gangster, teamed up with Ridley and Denzel again, and that same year he was in an outstanding western remake, 310 to Yuma. He was the bad guy this time, and he's oh so good at being oh so bad. This is one of the best modern-day Hollywood westerns that I've seen in a long time. In 2008, he transformed his body for Body of Lies. He gained 60 pounds for this Ridley Scott flick. It's one of the lesser Ridley films, but a worthy effort. You know, like a good year. Then 2010 brought us Robin Hood, a movie that nobody was really asking for. He consumed himself in the character and read every piece of Robin Hood literature he can get his hands on. Russell studied the mythology and legend of this boy and the hood and he learned that he's not a fox, he's actually a human. I never saw this one because I feel like I've seen enough Robin Hood movies in my time, but I hear it's one of those disappointing Ridley Scott movies, which are still better than most movies, actually. I mean, not every movie can be Gladiator, come on, people, come on! In 2012, he gave up drinking, for a bit, to help his voice, because he did all of his own singing in Les Mis. Prisoner 24601 Your time is up and your parole's begun You know what that means And after being miserable, he went on to have some fun in the film The Man with the Iron Fist This is a hip-hop-flavored kung-fu flick and Russell said that his character is a mixture between Clint Eastwood and Old Dirty Bastard Then, in 2013, came Man of Steel where he plays Superman's father which only a badass can do Like most people, I have a love-hate relationship with this movie. Then he played Noah in Noah. It's Darren Aronofsky's biblical tale of that big flood. And I really, really, really want to like this movie. I really, really tried to like this movie. I've watched this movie many, many times, actually. Looking for what I like, focusing on the parts that I like, ignoring the things that I hate. So I guess deep, deep somewhere inside of my soul, I am drawn to this mess of a movie. And I don't know why. And I actually remember the Coast Guard or something rescuing Russell Crowe during the production of Noah, because he got lost at sea while playing around on his kayak. Not sure if he was doing method acting for Noah or what, but... Yeah, it really happened. Just like the story of Noah. It really happened. 2016 marked his huge comeback with Shane Black's The Nice Guys. He spits out some hilarious, clever dialogue throughout this whole motion picture, and it's great. He's so stylish, he's so cool, he's so tough, he's so funny. It's a new side of Russell, yet a familiar side at the same time. This was further proof that even though his star had faded, he was still a cinematic powerhouse. Make more movies like this, Russell Crowe. You too, Shane Black. Are you the man? What? Then came the mummy. Oh my goodness, the mummy. Not the Brendan Fraser mummy. No, of course not. The Tom Cruise mummy. The one that tried to kick off a cinematic universe. And Russell Crowe was going to be the Nick Fury of that universe. Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde rounding up all the universal movie monsters to become like a spooky Avengers. I don't know but that will never happen that universe imploded on itself but russell crowe has really been shining on the small screen you know tv he was in a miniseries called the loudest voice he plays roger ailes the guy who made fox news and russell crowe did a lot of research on this character and found out that this character too is also not a fox he's a human a human that requires six hours of makeup to transform into. He won the Golden Globe for this role, but he could not attend the ceremony because his bloody ranch was on fire. Then, in the year 2020, which is, is this year, the, the year that, that I'm making this video right, right now in this, this present time, he made a movie called Unhinged. It's an in-depth look at Road Rage. The idea really scared Russell because Road Rage is a real thing, and the film felt so real to him. It was too scary. He sees Unhinged as a commentary on our modern society. Zeitgeist. Can I use the word there? I'm still, still not sure. I think this film represents a new stage in Russell's life. He's no longer raging and destroying in real life. No, 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 no. Russell is using that former reputation to make some cinema magic for us. He knows that when we hear Russell Crowe, we think of an angry, raging man. So, that's what he's going to play, and he's going to be good at it. Using his celebrity and his scandals to create art. I like it no longer are his wild ways out in the real world they're, they're 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 trapped in the silver screen and let's keep them that way okay russell now he's a family man married with two kids and the fear of embarrassing them has calmed him down a little bit but i'm sure russell crow still got some fight left in him you know nowadays he spends most of his time on his angus beef ranch he's really dedicated to his his beef organic or something like that. And I like to say that this beef tastes like Crow. And you know what? He's like one of the few movie stars that's actually in a movie right now. Cause COVID-19. I don't even think you really know what a bad day is. So what the f*** happened to Russell Crowe? Nothing really. He just calmed down a bit. He's still the same thespian. Still the same artiste. Still taking risks with every role. He's been crushing and grinding this whole time he's settling into his older age and he's ready to take on a new batch of characters even though ironically he spent most of his youth playing characters who were older but hey that's life and now he doesn't really need any of that old age makeup but yeah we should not give a about what the happened to russell crow because this dude is better than ever and we have only begun to crack open his beautiful mind and yes, Russell, the answer is yes. We are entertained. Fighting round the world, making movies, making music, and fun.